Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish them. Yeah. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H-Cubed in this bitch. Yo, yo, yo. It's me, your boy Cooper, and my man, Mr. Chris Ben, based up yes, in this sir, bitch yes, again. Yes, sir. Back with another album review for that ass. Yes, sir. And uh, before we actually jump into the album review, I want to extend my deepest thanks uh, for having me on your podcast, my boy G-Man and my boy G-Marks on their podcast, Kicking It With G-Man. Uh, y'all can check that out here on SoundCloud. Check that out, man. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, thanks to them, fellas, for having me come through. Uh, and for, I had a great time. Uh, now let's get on into this motherfucking album review. Mm-hmm. Cameron Purple Haze. Uh, now I don't really know if this is really technically a classic album. Uh, you know, I, I would say this is like it's like a it has like a cult. It's a cult classic. I would cult say. classic. Okay. I would say Cam is like, you know, it's hard to rate Cam as far as like where you would put him. Like, cause you know, like there's certain artists that you got to include in the top. You know, fifty argument just because of even you might not like their music, but you just just because of their impact. I feel, um, and to me, I feel like Cam is like one of those weird you know rappers where he doesn't really have like an album that. Well, I guess you could say this is his, his standout album, but yeah, because I can't think of any of his other albums. Like I was looking up his albums today, and I was like, okay, this nigga's got like six albums, but I've never heard of any of them except for the very first one, and and then Purple Haze. Yeah, and not, in fact, this joint came out way later than I thought it was. Than I thought it did. Yeah, two thousand four, I think. Right? Yeah, man, I thought it came out like oh two or oh one. Yeah, but I think I want to say in the beginning of the joint, uh, like the little intro it says it's previously written in two thousand one. So yeah, I, I don't. I, I wish I would have done more more research about that, more information about that. But that's a little um, interesting tidbit, though. Yeah, not definitely. So, um, but yeah, man. Um, like I said, like we were saying, you know, we doing uh, Purple Haze. This shit came out in two thousand four. This is fresh off of. You know, uh, I want to say I uh, definitely diplomatic community one mm-hmm, um, for sure. I don't know if diplomatic. I don't. I think diplomatic community two might have came out. I'm after. not sure because it might have been 2005. I'm correcting if I'm wrong, y'all. But I mean, y'all can do the research. Yeah, definitely. But <laughs> no, nonetheless, you know, this is fresh off of the Dipset wave. Now, you know, as somebody who was, you know, more out and about <laughs> than I am, like, would you say the Dipset wave was as big as as the hype is? Like, as far as like. I would say maybe for the niggas that were hyped off of it. <laughs> like, me personally, I, I never got the whole Dipset wave. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really like Cam as a rapper. I didn't really know any of the other people besides Joel Santana because he was the one that was featured on shit the most. Right. Um, I did see, uh, di- uh, the entire Dipset crew, including Cam, oh, yeah. uh, in concert when I was in school. Um, these niggas came to the show two hours late and they got off stage like 30 minutes early. And then they got one of our, they got the only, um, the only, uh, organization on campus that was bringing actual vicious events to campus kicked off campus because some white girls decided to be groupies and go link up with the dipset mob. Oh, and dude. yeah, so they got back to the school. So, you know, but, um, but not like, I mean, I really wasn't impressed with their show. Usually like when I go to a show, I'm either really impressed by the person or I'm just like, yeah. And for them, like it just really wasn't a good show. Right. I mean, you know what I noticed, at least for me, that uh, uh, when I went to go watch them, because I also went to go watch them when they came to perform at, uh, at Echo Stage, I want to say where they were at. Okay. And uh, Jim Jones, 
I don't know if that nigga. I think that nigga was lit. That nigga was Kim Jones stay lit. Nah, he was lit <laughs> as fuck, dog, and he was a terrible performer. But I will say, Cameron shut it down, and that nigga, he, he's. I think he's definitely a vicious performer. Okay, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this off bat. My main issue with Cameron as a rapper is the way he raps. He's the laziest rapper in the world. He doesn't come up with like a lot of good, um, a lot of good wordplay, in my opinion. It's like he just kind of, he'll kind of go off of like, he'll say a word that means something else and then use it twice to mean two different things. And then he rhymes it off of the same word. So I'm just like, this really lazy way to do it. Uh, I've always thought that about him, like just way, just the way his style is. But I mean, like I, I mean, when when you crunk and when his good joints come on, yeah, I, I can I can turn up. Look, look, this is how I felt about uh, like listening to his album. Right, to me, it almost feels like, even though I will say, it's maybe four or five songs too long, including one or two intros or or, or skits too long. Yeah, because all of those skits didn't need to be there. They, they did. I mean, they were funny. A lot of them were funny, but I feel like a lot of them were kind of just thrown in there for the material type yeah. of shit. But um, to me, it, it almost feels like a day with Cameron. Like, I really felt like that's kind of like how it feels like from the, from the first joint, which, uh, or I guess the second joint um, after the intro, more gangster music. If y'all remember uh, uh, Dipset Anthem, it, it kind of has a real similar beat to it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think that joint, that joint sets it off. That joint got uh, Joel Santana on it. So, you know, it's definitely anytime, you know, when you got like a, uh, uh, artist that that's you know associated with a you know with a big group like Dipset, it's always good to see you know the, the other the other artists of the group in there. That is true. And um, and I feel like this Young is Money a, take note. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> but um, nah, that definitely this is one of my favorite joints, honestly, off the off the album. Uh, more gangster music. Uh, the beat is fucking crazy. I fuck with Jewels on the hook on this joint. Um, and the drums stuff for me. Now, I, I I thought it was an okay song altogether. Uh, the beat, of course, is sick. And I, I will say, we talked a little bit about this before we got on, on the mic, but the production on this joke is pretty legit. Yeah. No matter how many... I think there's, like, really, like, one song. I think it's the last song on the album that I don't like the production. Okay. It's just way too much trying to go on in that beat. They're trying to make it sound too serious. And right. it just sounds weird. Right. Um, but now nah, this beat is okay, but I like Santana's verse better than I like uh, Cam's verse. You know, one. honestly, right? I'm, all right, I, here's the thing about Cam, right? I, I feel like Cam is like that cool older brother. You know what I mean? Cam, like you're, you're like fucking 14, and you see Cam with all this money and all. Like that's how I've always looked at Cam. Maybe it's because like when I when I first listened to him, it like. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just heard my older brother listening to him, so I just, I guess, I associated him to my older brother. Yeah. But, um, but nonetheless, I feel like Cam is just, no, he's to me, he's the environment of cool, dog. Like, whether you think he's cool or not, I think the way he, like, he just carries himself in rap mm-hmm. is like, he's the embodiment of like a cool nigga. So I feel like that's why his music is so like, you're right, like he doesn't have the most crazy wordplay or the most vicious. You know bars or anything, but I think his shit just fly, dog. It's just somehow I don't know. It just it just to me it just does it. You know what I mean? It does it for me. And okay, a couple songs definitely do that on this. I mean, song. I can respect it. I just yeah. don't quite agree. I, I'm with <laughs> you. Um, but the next joint, uh, get down. 
Again, the production I think was vicious on this. Yeah, I, no, that sample was really well used. I love. On this oh yeah, I love. Dog, that, that's the one thing that, that that um, or it's one of the many things I guess that I love about um, I guess that that age, which I guess early two thousands, yeah, a lot of samples, a lot of you know. Just, I mean, honestly, this went from like the mid nineties through like the mid two thousands. That's when they because re- I mean yeah. Kanye was the last one to really do the uh the big time sampling thing and right. um. That way, I mean, shit, he came out like the late 2000s, and I want to say he was doing that maybe through like, maybe oh, like man. 2004 through like 2008, and then he kind of yeah. switched up his style after that. Right, no, definitely. And he, he actually has a couple of joints on here. Um, I want to say he has number seven, which is Down and Out. Of which course. He's also on there. Everybody knows that song. Down, down. Yeah. I, I didn't know that Selena Johnson sang the chorus on You that. know, I, well, first of all, I don't think they have her, uh, they do have her credited. I don't. I don't know if it's on the album, but they got her credited on Wikipedia. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know who that is. She's. A, I mean, she was not a huge singer, but she was. She was. She At had her. Time, she had a small run in like the mid 2000s. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's funny. Shit. I, I, you know what the funny thing is? I really thought that was just a like a louder uh, sample, like a, or, or a different part of the sample. I thought it was a sample like, too, like, or like like a, a you know how like the pitch is, is raised up. Yeah. On, on the joint, I thought the pitch was raised down, and they, and they played that part. But I guess it was actually done or whatever. Yeah, it was actually a singer. I was just like, wow, like that that, that blew my mind. I mean, like I literally found out today. Yeah, no, nah, but <laughs> I think that's just honestly, in my opinion, one of Kanye's best beats. In my like hands down, I think yeah. the joint is crazy. Samples tough. The drums is tough. But yeah, man, I, and I think another joint that Kanye has on here, which personal favorite of mine, and I think it's just the beat is just tough. It's Dipset Forever. I love the sample on that joint. It's, it's one of the last joints. It's, yeah. Um, number 23. But, um, again, th- I, I guess what, what, what I'm gonna get into is, um. There's too many O's in that song for me. And what, in, in, uh. There's like, they go, oh, oh, all through the song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, uh, the Killer Cam, um. Oh, Killer Cam. After a while, it gets Cam. annoying to hear Killer it Cam sung through that it whole does. thing. It does. I was wishing he would have had one, one less line of Killer Cams in there. Bro, I just thought it was gonna be like the chorus or something, and it ended up being the whole fucking song. Right, like, right. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, he does play in the background, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the you're whole right. time. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. So, I will say, uh, what do you call it? I like bubble music. Oh, you know, I was just 14. about to ask, yeah, that. The, the beat is tough yeah, the on sam- that joint. Yeah, the sample is tough on that joint. And, uh, uh, he's basically got the same flow as before, but like the beat goes on this joint so hard. It's just like, okay, I gotta admit that this joint does rhyme. And, like, I, you know, I kinda like, one thing I will say about the skits, right, is even though they are a little, like, we, we talk about this shit all the time on, on the show, how it's such a late, you know, 90s, early 2000 thing. Yeah. To have, you know, didn't you say on on the big pun joint they have like a rack of? Oh yeah, he got a rack of skits. Like four. But I mean, but the the, the the it's like a I want to say it's like a twenty three or twenty four track album, mm-hmm. and it's got like maybe four or five skits. Would you say that? But none of them are extra long. That's one thing. All right. Would you say right that like, because you you could argue that there's a lot of albums now that are way too long, right? But yeah. you could also say that there were the albums back in the day there was double disc back in the day. Yeah, but all the time. Now, now, do you think it's changed, or do you think it's kind of like stayed the same as far as? I think okay. When you're talking about a long album and a double disc album, like the album can be long. That's perfectly fine, as long as it's good. It I'm can't sure, be yeah. like okay. If you got an album that's 25 tracks, and only about eight of those tracks are really good, 
what's the point of having that many? You could have just turned those eight tracks and into, then into a good album, or like you could have, or, or you could, yeah, you could have done a ten or twelve, focused on a couple of other joints and made them really pop, and just had a good CD all the way through. Now yeah. I gotta listen through and only be excited every sixth track. You know what? That that makes me wonder, like, what these what certain rappers like creative processes like as far as like, because like you have a lot of people that just put out shit all the time. Yeah. Like, Every couple weeks, it's like, yo, here's a 20-track mixtape. And I'm like, how? Like, what are you talking about? Like, how are you not repeating yourself? <laughs> right, right. Even Lil Wayne started repeating himself after a while. Right, so. yeah. And, and I feel like that was probably part of his downfall. I feel like I feel like maybe maybe the whole new thing with mixtapes and all these extra random projects all the time now are what is replaced freestyling and hip-hop. Maybe. We just had that epiphany. Because, I mean, these cats, they don't freestyle. Whereas the cats back in the day used to freestyle and then freestyle right. over other people's beats. These cats just make a whole bunch of new songs and try and keep everybody interested. Yo, I remember... Do, do you remember this shit? Um, it was DJ White Owl. It used to be like a mixtape that used to come out. Like yeah. On, on, um, it was it was when Dat Piff... First, no, it wasn't... I don't know if it was Dat Piff. But um, I remember it used to be a bunch of... Like you said, it used to be... And this even went on into like... Even into my uh, era, I guess if you want to say it like that. But um, because I remember like I used to download the mixtapes and it used to be rappers rapping on like different beats. Yeah, and that shit, I, I thought I thought that shit used to be so vicious, dog. Cause, yeah, because you see, like it was, it was almost like a rhythm, like in in, yeah. in dancehall culture. They yeah. use a lot of the same artists will always use the same rhythm and right. just try and outdo each other on that. Genre. I think that's fair. Game. I think it's tight, but like now you're like, oh, you're just jocking my sound and you're going on my style. But see, and you, you know one thing I have noticed. One like, thing I have noticed about dancehall, right, is that even even if they use the same rhythm, that like. A lot of times, the song sounds completely different. Completely different. Like, like you obviously won't know it's the same, especially if because that shit happens to me all the time. Where like, like a song where I've definitely heard this song way before I've heard yeah the other one. Mm-hmm. So I hear the, the first joint, and then I hear the second joint, and I'll be like, okay, I know it's this one, but I only know that because I know. Bruh, it. there used to be dancehall albums that would come out. They'd be like thirty tracks, forty the tracks same long, rhythm. the same rhythm. 40 different motherfuckers with fire songs. That's you literally crazy. just listen to the same beat <laughs> for two and a half hours, That's but it's tough. fire from each individual genre. Yang, if hip-hop did that, I think that would change the game. Oh, yeah. Nah, dog. Imagine, like, all the fire beats, dog. I'm all the saying. fire beats that everybody... Imagine all your favorite artists getting on these fire beats. Son, I want to hear, like, Talib Kweli rip on, like, some Rick Ross shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> That joint would be so imagine, nasty. Imagine the beast just being up for grabs, like yo, I want yeah. all that niggas to. Man, but See, the truth is, I feel like that's not that's not the culture of a it, rapper. It's right not, now. especially now that, especially since the producer has become one of the biggest things, and now the beats are worth so much. I oh, mean, yeah. people are paying like half a million dollars for a yo, hit or a million dollars for that's a hit. Sick! I did not know that you, that. Producers is out here charging hundreds of thousands of dollars for me. Bruh, Timberland, it used to be known you give Timberland a mill and you have a guaranteed platinum single. Right. And it, it hit, it used to hit. Shit. Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, Missy yeah. Elliott, um, Ludacris, all, every, everybody who's worked with, with, uh, Timberland platinum. has had at least one platinum album, uh, one platinum song. Shit, by him. Yeah. Nah, no, I agree. Shit. Even Nelly Furtado with her random obscure ass. Yo, that was, that was a random, wild little collab there. How the fuck did that even happen? Bro, I don't even know. Timberland just be out here collabing with everybody, does. Yo. That nigga, that, that nigga gotta be paid, right? Like, Oh, Timberland? Easy. 
Easy, easy hundred hundred millionaire. Yeah, yeah. If he's he's probably the next closest one. I I don't know how. I I'm, let me not sit here and act like I counted this nigga money. Right. But like, nah. Tim is sitting on Easy Street. Tim ain't never gonna want for nothing in his life. Damn. I mean, he been doing this since like Yo, 1994, though. You know, we gotta talk about on, on, on another episode, right? How because I've always thought about this, right? How you know how they say like you either. Uh, you either die a hero or, or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Yep. I feel like that is so true in rap, dog. Bruh, yeah. That is so fucking that's true. Actually, that's actually a good podcast. <laughs> because, nigga, you know what's funny, right? So, with the whole... uh, So, it, what, what really made me realize this, right? Well, first of all, was the whole Beanie Siegel thing. You know, a couple... I guess maybe a year ago or so now? That's crazy. That was yeah, like a year ago. Yeah, that was a while ago now. Yeah. But uh, when, yeah, when that shit happened, um, that's when I was like, yo, Beans is like that nigga for so many niggas, right? Yeah. And for him to be like looked at as like kind of like a clown at this point. Bruh. It, 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 it hurt my soul. Bro. Oh, yeah. It hurts your soul. And you know, another thing that, that made me realize that was when Cam responded to uh, to Mace uh, with the Oracle joint. Like, you know, he responded with like a lukewarm kind of song. And uh, um, it was just... It, like you know, it, it it made me realize that like you no know, niggas was actually being like, yo, that joke's kind of weak, Cam. And it's like, like what I'm saying is like, imagine if like he keeps going and going, and niggas keep saying like, like, yo, that's just whack, that's just whack. And so it's like you're literally becoming whack, to, yeah, to the new to the new age, you know, because the new the new age isn't gonna give a fuck about you know purple haze in 2004. Yeah, that is very true. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a fuck about no matter how bullshit. cool we thought Cam was growing up. You know what I mean? Like the new, the new age isn't really gonna really give two fucks about uh, Purple Haze, but not definitely going back to the album, of course. <laughs> before we run completely we off completely topic, completely ran off topic. I don't even remember how the fuck we got here on this. Nah, this. You know how we do. We always on that random shit. We come, we come, and shit is just gone. Shit dog. is just flowing, dog. <laughs> but, but um, I want to say it was because we were talking about how long this fucking album is. Because I'm not oh, gonna true, lie, yeah, yeah. Twenty four songs, an hour and twenty minutes, bruh. Nah, dog. This 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 album for the amount of t- for me for the amount of talent that is actually displayed on this album, which to tell I mean I'm sorry to say it really isn't that much. It's way too long of an album. Like you said, if it had been ten or twelve good solid tracks, it'd have been all right. But this John is just he just focuses focuses it too long. No, I I agree. Um, I will say there's a, a handful of songs on here that are 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 really just throwaways or lesser versions of better songs on the album. Yeah. Um. Like for example, Dope Man, I wasn't a big fan of. Yeah, nah. Hey Lady, I wasn't a big fan. I of. wasn't a big fan of Girls. Yeah, Girls neither. Like, like I like the intro. I think the intro was funny when yeah. the, when the Jamaican dude caught him. <laughs> yeah. That shit was funny. As shit. Yo, that, yo, Cam should for real, dog. What, give up, dog. Just give up while you on top with rapping, dog. Like you have your legacy. You you you're forever respected amongst every nigga. Dog, everybody loves Cam, dog. Just become like an actor. Become like a comedian, dog. There you go. Cam is a funny ass nigga, dog. Cam is hilarious. Like, did you ever see the interview that he was on with um Will Riley? Oh uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I got dirt on you, dog. I doggy. got dirt on you, dog. <laughs> Yo, nah, and then when he was talking to the principal, dog. Dog, that nigga is just dog. Cam is just a funny, grimy ass nigga, dog. Like all around. And that's why I love him, dog. Cam is a wild dude, I'm not gonna lie. But uh all right, let's let's jump back into this jump real yeah, quick. Man. Um 
Let me see. You know what? Another jump that I, I actually did fuck with was the jump with Jaheen, number 15, More Reasons. Uh. Young, the sample usage on that jump was so fucking legit, and Jaheen killed his part. Still, of course, like, it's, like, almost across the entire <laughs> jump, like, Lazy Rapping Flow by Cam, but it sounded good with this jump, which right. I can, I can get behind. So, right, that right. would have been one of the one, that would have been probably like one of the, I wanna say three, maybe four songs that I really fucked with on this jump. Right, right. Um, and the other one, um, the other one was actually Adrenaline with, uh, Twista and, uh, Psychodrama. Now, Psychodrama's verse is terrible. I was about to say, is that the first nigga rapper? Yeah, rapping? that was the first nigga rapper. Oh, His my God. verse was horrible. I don't know why Cam let that come yeah. through. Hey. You let somebody worse than you get on the album, bro? Dog, nah, dog. Hey, yo. Not only was the delivery terrible, but the fucking, the flow, I don't know what the fuck that was, uh. Young, I, I just gave up trying to figure it out. Yeah. I was just like, I'm going to just listen to it. You this. know, sometimes you try to catch the flow of a rapper. Like, okay. Yeah, but nah, that nah. flow was impossible. Because he, first of all, he kept like changing it up. Stopping and then picking it up. Yeah. And it's just like... Uh, it, it was like he was trying to be his best version of Cam. Yeah, I can see which that. Which didn't work very well. Nah, uh, Twister came on and killed the joint. Cam came on the joint and killed the joint. This is the joint where he was like going fast at one point, then slowed it down a little bit, and he went right back fast again. So he was going, f- and you know what? I, I feel like we gotta give because uh, Cam can do it. He can switch it up, like he, or at least he does sometimes. Yeah, you but it was I mean? just like it's, and I mean, I've heard enough Cam to know when he can switch it up and stuff. But it's this this album, literally, the majority of it sounds the same to me. It's like it's like you could take almost any verse from any of the songs and put it over one of the other beats, and it would fit perfectly. I, I I I could agree with that. I could definitely see that. Um, and I, and one of the last joints, or a matter of fact, the the very last joint, take him to church. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say this joint is actually one of the first disses that uh, he he sent to Mace. Oh. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it is called take him to church. You know, this is <laughs> Pastor Mace at the time. He was, yeah. But he talks about, uh, like, you know, shit that, um, that Cam talked about recently about, you know, issues that he had with Mace in the song. So that was just interesting to see that, yeah. you know. It, it, and the funny thing is, I want to say that this is like, um, this is like a bonus song or something like that. So this nigga probably was like, yo, my joint is done, but I'm gonna throw in a, a, a one jab. I'm gonna just throw a jab in there just cause I'm fucking petty and I'm Cam. But, um, but yeah, nah, I, I, that, that was a joint that you said you, you didn't really fuck the beat with like that, I think. Mm, I, th- I think I may have gotten it mixed up with something else. But nah, nah, I think it was that song. Yeah, nah, it was that song. And then uh, another one I didn't really fuck with was Get Em Boys. Yeah, nah, same, same, same. That, yeah, I, that beat in that joint was just, to me it was a little random. And it just wasn't a really good song. It wasn't something you could really get hyped to. It wasn't something you could cruise to. Like, right. It was just something that was just kind of there. Right now, I'm with you. Um, I, I'm actually, I'd be really interested in to see what the fuck is meant when he says it was written in 2001. Why it took this long to write? Like, I'm just interested in knowing what was written when. It took him that long to because he can't. 24. Maybe he writes about as fast as he raps. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but man, look, man. I, I, I will say this, right? I, I probably listened to this album with a biased ear just because, like, I feel like it has like. Like like a not sentimental value, but it's like a what's that thing when when something reminds you of something else? Nostalgic, nostalgic value. Because yeah. I feel like nigga, when I hear this shit, I feel like immediately I think early two thousand two. Yeah. Like I don't even know why. Like immediately it just jumps me to that, and I feel like this sound that a lot of the songs on this on this on this uh on this album have definitely remind me of that 
that of what I would imagine New York would be like in, in fucking in early 2000. True, true. But, um, yeah, man, I'll let me see what this one is. If I had to give this joint a grade, uh, I would say I would give this joint a solid. I would give this joint a solid six because it was a lot of it was entertaining enough, but yeah. it just it wasn't a very balanced album, and it was really really long for it to not be a balanced. Album. Uh, he didn't really have that many features on it, which was always you know a good thing. I always look at that as a good thing. Um, and the features that he did have usually did help out. Crazy that it's 24, you know, tracks and like one or two, uh, maybe three at the most, uh, features. Let me see. It's got what, uh, Joel Santana, uh, Kanye West, Selena Johnson, uh, blah, 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 blah. Nicole Ray, Jaheem, uh, Jim Jones, or not Jim Jones, Twister, Psychodrama. Uh, and Freaky Zeke, and whoever Jr. Writer is. So it's actually ten people that was oh, featured right? on it. But I mean, ten feature, ten people, ten features on a twenty-four track album like, or twenty-three track album. Right, you know what I'm saying? Is is it's a decent mix, but it's also again, it's not a a balanced sounding album. Right. So like, oh no, man. What what about you? What was your what's your score? Like I said, you know. Um, Fortunately, I, I must admit that I listened to this and reviewed this with a biased ear. To me, Cam is just the coolest nigga, dog. Like, I feel like, like, good, like, listening to him just, you're right. Like, I, I don't listen to Cam to necessarily, like, I don't think, the funny thing is, I don't think he's a whack rapper. I think a lot of times his shit is just repetitive and I feel like he loses a lot of people with, with that. Yeah. Um, but I do think he is saying, you know, shit. It's, you know, just just like a lot of, now this is gonna be, a, might be a hot take, but just like you know, Young Thug, a lot of people say he don't be saying shit. But like, I feel like if you really listen, if you get past the, you know, whatever you might not like about yeah. his, whatever, I feel like he's actually saying some shit, and that's how I feel about Cam. Um, you know, everything from, uh, you know, kill. I love the Killer Cam joint. I think it's fucking gangster shit to have a song. With the sample was saying out your fucking name, yeah. or, or or at least what sounds like is your name. Yeah. Um. So I thought that shit was tight. Um. Down and out. You know, uh, Kanye is one of my favorite rappers. Linking up with, like I said before, one of my favorite uh, Kanye beats. Um. And honestly, probably one of my favorite Cam songs. I think one of everybody's favorite Cam songs. Okay. It was a big song. Um. Big single. Um. But. Um. I'm I'm, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Um, like I said, it might be a, bi- a little biased, but I will say I, I just feel like it, it just it was what it was. It wasn't, you know what? I take it back. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. Okay. Because it wasn't it wasn't super great, but it definitely was. I don't even know how else to say it, but it was what it was, and I feel like it was just a just a vicious just album to me. Like it's okay. just a joint you could just put on, right out to, and definitely if you if you a Cam fan, I think you'll like it. Okay, now what about our second criteria that we usually talk about? Uh, do oh, you yeah. think that the album holds up over you know, time? You know what's funny? I was thinking about that listening. Because to me, right, one of the things that I feel like that I that I like to do when I'm listening to certain joints, right, I try to envision a rapper right now using one of the, or, or a handful of the beats that were on the album. Mm-hmm. And one of the joints that really stood out to me was um, fucking um, 
uh, Leave Me Alone, which is a uh, number six. Mm-hmm. That beat, it, it sounded like some shit that I could hear. Like, like I remember thinking, like this shit kind of sounds like uh, uh, back to back the Drake drum part yeah. two, like the okay, yeah, the yeah, giant, yeah. The, the beat, the drum, and uh, you know the sample or whatever. That shit kind of it reminded me of that, but um. I would say half of it yes and half of it no. The main reason, I guess, is being that there's a rack of fucking um, uh, 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 skits in the joint, which is probably not something that would really hold over too sure. well right now. And also, you know, these kind of beats aren't necessarily hopping right now, I guess, if you yeah. want to call it. Like, a lot of the sample joints, don't get me wrong, you know, like, you know, I, I think... Uh, um, down and out is is a is a timeless song. Yeah, for sure. That's that's a song that's definitely timeless. Um, but um, I, I think it sounds a little dated. Um, I think people, you know, fans of his will definitely, you know, listen listen to it. But I def I think it does have a little bit of dated. Yeah. I would agree with you. Um, I don't really think that it holds up too well. Uh, I would say that it holds up better lyric wise. Currently, yeah. than it would oh, yeah. beat wise. Because you could argue that Cam might have been the first one to start just rapping about drugs, bitches, and money. Well, not the first, but the first to do it in in a, like a more laid back fashion. Well, I guess who, who was the first? I can't. Well, I mean, besides Snoop, don't nobody rap well, that yeah. chill. So like, nobody rapped that chill before that Snoop. So uh, you know. Right. I have to say Snoop is really the father of it, but I say Cam definitely got it to be out there because a lot of Dipset rap the same way that he did or similar to it. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, okay. Maybe I, I could be wrong. I don't know about I don't know about Duel. I always thought Jewel's kinda sounded like a little bit like Cam. I can't really Maybe. say anything about anybody else because I didn't really listen to right. each other besides them, you know, on other people's shit. Right, well, I'm with you. I'm with you. But um so, yeah, seven and a half from me. Okay, so a seven and a half and a six. All right. Um. Oh, so so you said it didn't stand. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it stands up. Um, like I said, I think it does lyrically more so than it does uh, beat wise. All right. Well, I guess that's gonna do it for this one. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, y'all know y'all can catch us. SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. IG too. You know you can catch us on the IG and on the Twitter at HQ Podcast, all spelled mm-hmm. out. Again, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on uh, Kicking It with G Man podcast. You have to check them out at Kicking It with G Man on SoundCloud and also at Kicking It with G Man on Instagram. What uh, what what other album do you want to do? Yeah. Um. Well, I want to do one that may not be a classic, but it's definitely um. Well, I want to do two actually. I want to do uh. Uh, Craig Mack pop uh, oper- oh, operation Funk, yeah, or whatever his first one is, uh, and then I want to do also uh, Bubba Sparks. Um, wish I could remember what it was Bubba called off the top Sparks. of my head, but uh, his second album. Uh, that nigga had more. Than, that nigga had. He had three albums done. What? Yeah, and his second album is a legit one. I wish I could remember what that fuck it was called. You're lying. You talking about booty, 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 booty? Yeah, like, yeah that man. Nigga? No, I'm, I'm gonna show you All a that. song before you roll up out of here today. Hold on, Bubba Sparks discography. What? Deliverance. The album was called Deliverance, and it came out in 2003, and it's actually pretty legit. For real? Yeah, bro. Bubba Sparks. Yeah, so those are ones I think we should do. I say go ahead, pick a couple, and we'll we'll, we'll do those. But uh, but yeah, thanks for rocking with us. Yes, Uh, sir. As always, y'all know we love you. And from the USA to the UK and all around the world. world, baby. Take it easy. We love you. Peace. Peace.